You're listening to Food for the Future on 980 CFPL and 980CFPL.ca. Here's your host, Peggy O'Neill. I'm Peggy O'Neill, home economist and host of Food for the Future. Today, we return to the monthly series, Back to the Future, in which we discuss the renewed interest in traditional approaches to food, farming, and natural resource preservation. Today, we're speaking with Fiona Moniz, founder of From Fee's Kitchen and Home, about learning to cook at home and trying new recipes. Welcome, Fiona. Thank you. Thank you, Peggy. It's a pleasure to have you here. Real pleasure. Well, uh, thank you. It's a pleasure uh, to be here as well, Peggy. Fiona, what's the story behind starting your own business to teach cooking at home to others? Well, the story behind me starting this business is that it all started years ago when I really developed this passion for cooking and I just uh, felt this joy in serving uh, food to friends and family and always got compliments on food that I had served at dinner parties. And friends would ask me, okay, how did you make this? Well, can you share your recipe? And they would try it out and come back and say, well, mine didn't quite turn out like that. And I heard that very repetitively. And I said, okay, you know, let's do a cooking party at home and I will show you exactly how I make it. So that way you can do it. So we did that a couple of times with friends and it was just such a hit. And it just felt, it just brought us together. It brought friends together. I just felt there was so much of other good things coming out of this, not just learning to cook, but the bonding that was taking place. And uh, that was one of the main reasons why I wanted to share that skill that I had. And the other reason was often I would talk with friends and they would share with me how much they spent on their grocery bills. And I would be shocked and I would say, you have come over to my place and, and eaten food and, you know, it, it's been good quality food, but yet I don't spend as much. And so then in talking, just realized that, gosh, they spend a lot on convenience foods. And that's where, that's where how their grocery bills would just hike up. So these are the couple of reasons that inspired me to do this and, um, and basically share uh, the good things that come out of cooking at home. How fantastic. So it started with love and joy and uh, budgeting. And mm-hmm. that's what people can learn from your teaching at home, uh, t- learning to cook at home classes and trying new recipes. And it's more important today than ever. Why do you think that people should learn to cook at home? Well, Peggy, it all boils down to cost, quality, and eating healthy. A home-cooked meal is, is right at hand and convenience foods are all the processed foods that you're eating. When you go to restaurants, restaurants often, often serve you portions that are much more than your typical dietary uh, guideline. Learning to cook at home, that eliminates all that. You are in charge of what you are making. You're in charge of the quantity. So you're not spending as much. You know, you're not being wasteful. So that's where your cost is. Quality is your, you're picking the ingredients. You can decide to go organic if you want, um, you know, buy it fresh on the day off if you want. Uh, and, and, there, and thereby it makes it all so much healthier. So you can control how much salt you want to put into it or uh, just the, the health benefits alone. And then the, the economic benefits as well. 
Wow. So really two great reasons. Um, in addition to the one of the first ones, which was your answer to the first question is the joy of it. Um, the joy of being able to make something and, and certainly the economic factor is really important these days. So definitely, definitely excellent points on why we should all learn to cook at home and also try new recipes, which we'll talk about a little bit later. What are some of the main objections to cooking at home that you've noticed in people that take your classes and how do you help them overcome them in your programs? Well, I often hear about, they always talk about time and they talk about energy and they talk about cost as well. But there are so many ways to alleviate all that because where if, if you have less time, there are so many ways to change that. You can now order online or you can, you know, buy things, uh, uh, buy uh, your ingredients ahead of time, prep them ahead of time. If you're uh, cooking in like, you know, three days from now, prep it today and keep in the fridge in containers. Get every get your family members to help you out. Where energy is concerned, if you're if you're tired today, you have the, the convenience of pressure cookers, you have the slow cooker, you have um, the instant pot. There are there are so many appliances available that you don't have to actually stand by the stove and and, and stir and watch your food getting cooked. Or you know the the instant pot has the settings of sauté, so you just hit that button, you're, it's sautéing for you. It's incredible how far technology has come with all this. So a couple of my students actually, I I in fact asked them the same question some time back, and I and they came back saying that cooking experience that they had with me was they they were able to feel comfortable and they were because they were not cooks and they didn't cook often so they they did feel a little intimidated and that's one of the big things in anyone trying wanting to cook at home if they're new to cooking or a beginner they are intimidated to uh, whether they're you know chopping the vegetables right or they're peeling right there's no right or wrong way and then there you know there are always ways to learn them and practice them and get better at them those are some really, really, really great points. But I also really love that you had talked about making it a family affair. So have the mm -hmm. kids help out or do it together. And that's something in my household I've, I've recently started. We, we don't just do our Saturday, you know, go get all our food, but we prep it as soon as we get it home. So if um, lettuce needs to be washed or if carrots need to be peeled or veggies need to be chopped it's just right. part of our Saturday morning and exactly. you know we we get a latte or, or a treat and then we put on some music and we really enjoy it but it's our Saturday morning we really value it so I love that exactly. you have talked about everyone coming together and helping out and there's just something the food's almost more delicious it seems like mm -hmm. it's more delicious because we made it and we chopped it and we peeled it and we cooked it and I guess that secret ingredient which is love actually love. does show up in the food so 100% yeah so absolutely fantastic and um, individuals you had mentioned earlier in one of your responses Fiona is they have more choice and control when cooking at home uh, can you expand a little bit more on that yeah so uh, the, the choices with cooking at home are unlimited so they can, they can decide how much they want, right? Like when you go to a restaurant, you get this meal that is fit for maybe two, three people. And so here they can decide if they want to, to increase the quantity for leftovers or freeze, uh, freezer meals or something like that, or they can cut it down to half because you know they, that's all that they, can, they have time to do today. That's one, one thing. Uh, the other thing is they can control the spice and the salt. 
um, a lot of times, sometimes, you know, you can be having dietary restrictions and, and due to a, a, a special diet, like, but here you can control that. You can control the organic ingredients that you're using for this. So, and you can control even the type of food that you're making. Sometimes you want a, a Greek, you want to have a Greek night or a Mexican night or a Portuguese night, whatever. You can decide what you want to do. It's, it's all up to you. It's all in your control. That's amazing. And just so much choice, so much freedom and so much fun, that discovery uh, of new ingredients, of new ways to do things. We'll just tweak this one thing from the last time mm -hmm. we made it and see if we like it better this time. And um, you can just see the joy in your, your voice when you're answering these questions. I know that you love what you do, Fiona. Can you share some of the most joyous discoveries that some of your students have had? Yeah, so uh, one of the classes that I actually had for a couple that were um, going to be getting married and uh, they were both, uh, you know, very new to cooking and when they decided to do this class with me, they they both decided that one does the shopping for a certain, you know, whatever the, the spices and the other decided to do all the other ingredients. So they made it like a team, you know, it, it was just so nice to know that they were kind of working together it's just so nice to see that it's just such a bonding experience like you know and they, they appreciate what the other has gotten it just brings people together i think food is just one of those things that brings people together how wonderful wonderful that interconnectedness which is almost symbolic of life to come and how they can co-create it together fiona your tagline from fee's kitchen and home is keeping it sweet and simple can you expand on this please yeah so Cooking can be quite daunting and intimidating for many people, right? Like just because I'm comfortable with it, not everybody is, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Some of the simplest foods are the tastiest. Just keeping it simple, keep the, the recipes simple, uh, keep your, in, it doesn't have to be a whole array of ingredients. Um, just pick a recipe, pick, pick something that you like, uh, it's all a matter of like, you know, giving it some thought and um, making it your own. Absolutely fantastic. Keeping it sweet and simple. Good advice for life as well. Thank you so much, Fiona, on being such an advocate for home cooking and also providing the learning skills to do so. After the break, we'll discuss trying new recipes at home with Fiona Monas, founder of From Fee's Kitchen and Home. This is Food for the Future, and I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill, Home Economist. Welcome back to Food for the Future on 980CFPL and 980CFPL.ca. Here's your host, Peggy O'Neill. Welcome back. I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill, Home Economist. You've been listening to Food for the Future. Fiona Monis is here, owner of From Fee's Kitchen and Home. She's here today to talk about cooking at home and trying new recipes. Fiona, what are some of your best tips to encourage people to try new recipes at home once they've mastered cooking at home? Okay, my, my advice from the heart is just explore, have fun with it, turn on the music, turn off your screens and just let your ideas flow. Don't feel like there is any fixed way, any uh, this way or, or, you know, or another way. Don't get stuck in doing something just one way do what you're comfortable with and and start small start simple and um don't be hard on yourself 
Uh, if you, you know, miss and missed an ingredient, no big deal and get creative, have some fusion going on over there. It's, it's always turns out to be some of the tastiest foods. Try, I, I, my advice is try out something and it will probably be an unforgettable dinner that you'd be serving to your family or your, or whoever your friends. Oh, fantastic. So be curious. Uh, be patient with yourself and just go for it. That's wonderful advice. Yes. New ingredients, they can be a lot of fun looking for, you know, where is their origin and how are they used? So it's, it's not always just about the cooking. It's also about just that discovery of the ingredients. However, unfamiliar cooking methods and, and new things and sometimes even equipment that you aren't used to using can be daunting. So how can we get started trying new recipes at home and get over the intimidation factor? I would say when it comes to ingredients, Peggy, again, it goes back to keeping it simple. So just pick something that is very simple to make with that ingredient. Um, definitely, like, you know, look it up or read up on it and, and, and just see what dishes are um, made with that ingredient. Um, initially, you might want to try just a little bit uh, so that it's not overpowering. And if you like the flavor of it, you like the taste of it, next time you're like, oh, um, I kind of like that with the oregano in that. I'm, I think I could use a little bit of oreg more oregano in that Greek salad or whatever, right? Like, just try it out, try it a little at a time. And if you like it, and if it turns out good, and if you think it next time, it's okay. It's okay if it's less the first time. Um, I would say less is more. Never go with more. If it's a new ingredient, try less. And then next time you can always add to it. When it comes to um, equipment, you know, go back to basics. Try it your the basic way, like our parents or grandparents did it, and and see how that works. And go from there. Sometimes it can be just as easy doing it with your hands rather than pulling out an appliance and having to wash the appliance. And not always do you need to have equipment and fancy appliances in the kitchen. When you use your hands and get into it, it there's all the more love that's going into it. And I learned that from my mother. So, you know, get your hands in there, feel what you're doing, just go with the flow. Wow. Thank you for sharing your mother's advice. Just get your hands in there and all the more love goes into the thing. Absolutely. That's a, just heartwarming. And thank you for sharing that. Fiona, what's the most recent new recipe that you have tried at home? Um, I actually tried Donair. So yeah, and um, I thought, mm, you know, it's like donor, like the restaurants are always like, you know, so far and sometimes you just want to have one of those wraps. And so I looked it up, you know, Pinterest is a great way to find recipes. So I looked up what spices were needed for that. And, and it, this was a, for a bigger crowd too. So I was kind of uh, jumping out of my comfort zone there. And I, I, so I thought, let's figure out a different way of doing this. And I don't know, it's just the creative juices just started flowing inside. And that's what happens. Like when, once you start thinking about stuff, your creativity is the mother of invention, like they say, right? Mm -hmm. And so I thought of this new way of, of doing Donair for 30 people at home. And, uh, and yeah, and uh, I, there was, a, there was all this seasoned ground beef that I wrapped in aluminum foil and then I baked it. Uh, it turned out great. It just turned out like, I mean, I had people asking me, how could you bake this big, huge loaf or whatever it was um, at, at home, but you just get creative. So 
I decided I wanted to try something different. I've never done it before like that. So Wow, Danera at home for 30 or so people. That's amazing. So you really do practice what you teach and you are very intuitive. And I have heard home cooks are intuitive. You get a bit of a sense of when things look done or when things look like yes. not enough or when it's mixed. And, and so you develop that ability and really get to know your ingredients and your methods. And Fiona, as you know, we take a humanities approach on the show. So we try to introduce more philosophy and history and creativity in today's food dialogue. And how can these approaches help us get motivated for cooking at home? Well, from a philosophy standpoint, I... I believe, uh, first of all, laughter, I go by that Irish proverb, laughter is brightest where food is best. And that is so true. It's, you know, you have good food, you invite people, share your cre creations, share your food with people. You know, these are all the things, that, philosophical standpoint, if you want to look at it, just keep it relatively simple. Your recipes don't have to be overcomplicated. Keep them simple and put a lot of love into it and share it with others. The joy is always multiplied when you share food. So where history is concerned, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's so different today. Uh, back in, you know, our ancestors had to hunt for uh, meat and stuff like that. They had to hunt to prepare their meals. And sometimes we just wonder like, what did they do for ingredients? They did, there were no recipes back then. They must've made things up. So everything could, must've been wrong at one time. But they did it, right? Like they, they, they were not afraid. Like they went out there, they, you know, however, whichever way they found ingredients, they put it together and out came this fantastic recipe that we are, we are using today. So, but today I feel everything is handed to you. And that's when I, when I'm talking about handed to you, it's like processed foods or, or convenience foods, it's handed to you. And it's so easy to come home from work and, you know, just go to the store, get something and just stick it in the oven. That's where I, um, I always go back to, you know, uh, how our ancestors must have done it. And there's no reason why when today and where creativity is concerned, you know, just get creative, just do your own thing, just have fun with it, let your ideas flow go into the kitchen, jump out of that um, comfort zone. And as you know, this show is called Food for the Future. How does trying new recipes at home help us all create a flourishing food system, not just now, but beyond into the, into the years to come? Well, cooking at home, you're buying, you're, by buying fresh uh, vegetables and produce and, and whatever, uh, protein and everything, you're supporting local farmers, thereby you know, it is just one supporting the other and the economy automatically um, all comes together. It, it flourishes like that. You're eating healthier. There's less uh, stress on your body and therefore less stress on the health system. And, and there's, there's, it's only positivity that can come out of something like that. A real ripple effect. It just goes out. A ripple effect. Out. Yeah. Wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. Fiona, I would talk to you all day, but unfortunately we're out of time. Are there any final thoughts that you'd like to share with our listeners? You don't have to be an accomplished uh, chef. Yeah. Like I said before, switch off your screen and uh, just explore, have fun. Don't, don't think that there is uh, one, one way or the other. Uh, make it your own and you will be an expert in the kitchen in no time. Wonderful. Thank you so much for that, Fiona, for sharing your passion today and your vision of such a bright future and for inspiring us all to not just get cooking at home, but to try new recipes. Thank you so much for being here.
Thank you for having me, Peggy. It's my pleasure. We're delighted to have had you here. Today on Food for the Future, we've been speaking about the benefits and joys of cooking at home and trying new recipes with Fiona Moniz, founder of From Fees Kitchen and Home. Each week, we leave you with something to talk about and something to do. Something to talk about. What new recipe could you try at home with your family or friends? Something to do? Visit From Fees Kitchen and Home for inspiration, new recipes, and lots of great ideas of how to get cooking at home. Next week on the show, we return to the series Food for Thought, in which we discuss big ideas about food in order to raise the conversation level and to find the way forward together. We'll discuss student-led diversity initiatives in Canadian dietetic student education with Esra Hassan. I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill, Home Economist, and you've been listening to the weekly show, Food for the Future. Thank you to our platinum-level sponsors, Burn Bray Farms, Eggs for Life, and the Middlesex London Food Policy Council. Food for the Future with Peggy O'Neill airs every Saturday at 8.30 on 980 CFPL and 980 CFPL.ca.